Are you looking for real, raw, and unfiltered news about what's happening in the greater Philadelphia area? Are you sick of all the vanilla takes about the local issues affecting our community right now? You're in the right place. Tune in to the Philly Face-to-Face Podcast. We're sitting here in Devon, Pennsylvania. You got a lot of families that are spending a lot of money to send their kids here. Sure. How, like when they're moving to the area or like the real estate market comes into play, like what do you, how do you see that affect your school and how do you feel like maybe the school affects the, the market? Like tell me, what's, yeah. your, what's your take on that? I think, I think it's a little bit of both, Tom. The, the school definitely affects the market to some extent because of, you, we're in a great location. Yep. And, um, you know, the, the people that are living in, the, in this area generally are, are spending a good amount of For money sure. to yeah. be here. The, the push and pull is, okay, you're spending a lot of money <clears throat> maybe to live in this area and you've got a, you've got a really good school district down the road. 100%. Um, but, like I said, is that opportunity the best for your kid? We've had a lot of families um, that go through the process, uh, the real estate process, that are looking to come into the area that go through the application process. And it's, it's tough on them. I'm sure it's it is, easy. yeah. Um, but, I, but I do. I think the, that... The school being here, it becomes a, well, you got a great school district. They're checking out online or looking, they're talking to the realtor, they're going everything, but then yep. they see, okay, private school opportunities. Wow, that's right in the backyard. How would we not want to take a look at an all boys private school that's in the area? Um, so it's, it's, it's been interesting to watch how everything moves. Um, obviously, the, the prices on the houses have it's a crazy market right now, yeah. It's, I've, it's pretty I've, well I've gone up, but they're not, and they're not staying on market yeah. very long. Um, but I think it has um, helped us in, you know, sort of the, the families that are looking our way, and when they compare our price point to some of the other private school, hundred percent, yeah, we're we're competitive, and for what we offer, I think we fall in a really good kind of niche or in a wheelhouse for families that that are looking for that for their kid. Well, it's probably the same. I mean, every school's got a different sort of avatar. They've got a certain yep. kind, and yours is very diverse and very different, but there's a kind of, like, values. Like, yep. so, like and, and that, that to me is what, what, when I say avatar, it's like, what kind of values does someone have? Like, what, like, what are they all about? What's their family all sure. about? What are they looking to get out of this experience? And, I mean, the fact that they're going through all these changes. So think about this. Like, it's really stressful just moving, number one. Yep. Then you're relocating from another area. Then you're also yeah, thinking about... And okay, now we're not going to send our kids to public school. We're yeah. going to do this. So that's got to be a lot of stress. So like, yeah. how do you guys walk people through the process? Like, I mean, I'd love to hear kind of how you make it easy or, or, or what your process looks yeah. like for the people that are watching that may be thinking about sending their kids here. Yeah. So um, again, in person. And I think, you know, whether, whether people would be shocked to hear that, we've been having in-person meetings with families that are interested well, I've seen all the plexiglass and everything. I mean, the, the, the safety yep. protocols are here just because you guys can't see them. This is what's going on. I just want to make that super clear because, yeah. you know, it's easy to say that, but like we, we uh, Patty kind of gave us a tour of what's going on. It's been, I mean, yep. right next to us, they got six feet social distancing signs, signs right here, all sorts of stuff. The, um, the, the families are screened. So they come in that we have a, uh, a scanner that's screening for temperatures. Everybody goes through that. They check into the main office and then Basically, they get into the admission office. So once you're in that environment, you know, it, it, it kind of, everybody diffuses a sure. little bit. But we're able to have meetings um, in, in the admission office. We won't do tours while the kids are in session, but we'll do tours as soon as the day ends. Makes sense. Um, which, again, allows the kids to continue to move around, allows the parents that have their kids here to be comfortable with that. But then it, it gives the ability for parents 
that are looking at the school to get in here. And then for them to also feel comfortable. Um, we are going to start um, our shadow days, which is when the students. I remember those in. when I went here. Yep. What we're going to do is one kid a day. So back when you came here and when I was doing it, we would get six, seven yeah, kids yeah. and we would kind of spread them out. We're going to limit it to one a day, but it means we're probably going to be packed with yeah, those, every day's books. Yeah. Kids. But one more kid um, in here with taking all the regular precautions is really not going to change the overall environment. It's no different than me showing up here. I mean, yeah, right. You know, uh, we did segment um, the sixth grade and the seventh grade and eighth grade. Mm -hmm. So they're in their own sections as well. So that, that helped with everything. But as far as the process, um, meeting in person, and it really is, it's, it's, it's starts with the mission and we stick to the mission and then everything goes from there. And it's not, we don't answer yes, because that's what the family's looking for. Okay. It, if we realize early on that what the family's looking for and who we are, aren't the same, we're going to guide them in the right direction. We're going to tell them that this probably isn't the right place for your family. It may, it may be right for your kid, but not for your family. It's well, a family, it's a family decision. decision. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, yep. you're dealing with minors. I mean, it's not, you I mean, you know, I mean, maybe 17, 18 is a little different than yep. 14, 15, but you probably don't get a lot of seniors transferring in or, or that no. sort of thing. We've seen some more juniors recently, again, just because of things that are happening, but it's a family decision. And usually we can tell earlier than they can tell. Um, but open, open, direct conversation about what they're looking for, why they're looking for it, what's important. And then obviously having the conversation with the kids separately, getting his, his thoughts, his feelings, um, and then kind of coming back together and, and then being honest with where we feel the family, um, whether, not necessarily fit, but whether they, they could enjoy the experience here or not enjoy it and look someplace else. You know, that's, we're fortunate that way. I think public schools are stuck. They don't get to have those conversations with their families and they're trying to figure out how to, you know, take care of all of those kids in one similar yeah. fashion where as a smaller school, we can pivot and move in another direction uh, like that. Pivot you know? is the word of 2020. That's right. right. Pivot it's is the, the theme, word right? of 2020. Um, but it's being honest. It's being open. It's giving, still giving them the same experience. Come here. Come get the feel of what's happening here. You feel that good family experience that's happening here. Then generally, I think there's a chance we can work this out throughout the process. Um, open about what we have to offer from a financial perspective, scholarship, financial aid. Having those conversations up front is really important. You don't want to walk anybody down a path that they end up, um, they can't, either they can't stay here or they feel like you you move the goalposts. Yep, I, I agree with for that term a lot too. So this is interesting, uh, interesting right? stuff you're talking. This is just normal, <laughs> you know. They adapted our terminology, Tom. Maybe, I, that's what maybe. I think happened. But, but it's um, you know, if you don't do that stuff, then you know you overpromise, you underdeliver, all those other cliches that are out there. You don't want to be in that situation. You want to be real, and you want to have the families be real back at you. So, well, a lot of the stuff you're saying, that's the difference between a a good organization, whatever you want to classify that, and a great one. You have the hard conversations up front. You give it to them straight. You give them all the news, whether yep. they like it or not, and then they can make a well-informed decision for their family. Exactly. And if you're doing that, you're doing right by the public, and I love that. Yep. So we covered a lot here. 
Pat's been awesome. If you guys have any questions, want to get in touch with the school, we're going to put all his contact info up in the podcast here. Anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I, I think you, you're, you're back here. It's been how long, right? Jeez, what do you think? So like I said, I mean, it's been 20 years since I graduated from here. And this school did not look like this from a physical standpoint yeah. when I was here. I mean, there's a whole huge addition in the back. Um, what I see from a marketing and leadership standpoint is what you got to do in 2020. I love what you guys are doing. I mean, I reached out to Pat before this and I said, hey, <laughs> you guys are open. This is awesome. Yep. And yeah, that takes real leadership. And that's, I know it's not just you. I know there's a lot of great teachers yep. behind you. I know there's a lot. You have Father Aisa, who's yep. the new headmaster. He's from Spain. So he didn't even know English, I think, for, for until recently. Which, came in and learned it. Yeah, that, that's, I remember um, Mike Collins, who was a teacher that was here when I was here yep. for, in the history uh, department. He had told me that when we had, we had found out that they were having a new headmaster. So I think, you know, it's not just you. It's the people you brought in. It's everyone behind you. And what you see is, you know, the, the, when, when people start coming back and getting involved, yeah. that to me is the sign that someone's doing something right here. And I know it's not just you, but I give you guys a lot of credit for what's going on because it was a different type of school when I went here. Not yeah. in a bad way, just different. And you're adapting, you're pivoting like we talked about. And to me, that's really impressive. Just running another organization and being a business leader, yeah. because ultimately mm -hmm. this is not a business here, but you have to run it like a business you if it. you want to get your kids the same results, meaning get them into the colleges they want to, yeah. have the experience they want to. And you know, they're, they're ultimately your consumer and the consumer deserves better than what they get in a lot of cases. That's exactly right. The, um, you think about it this way. So we completed you know, a five and a half million dollar campaign. And within that campaign, a million dollar Don't Leave a Challenge. What does that mean for the people watching? So, yeah, so we, we, we renovated a lot of campus, uh, especially the main mm -hmm. school building. Um, five and a half million dollar uh, renovation for that, you know, that was our capital campaign. Uh, and we fundraised all of that money. Um, we ended up closing it out because uh, an alum from the class of 87 agreed to do a million dollar challenge. So if we raised the last million, he matched it with another million. And um, we had from March of uh, 19 to June of 20 to complete it. So, you know, we ended up with the coronavirus situation and I remember I called him and I said, uh, you know, how's everything going? He goes, I should be asking you how everything's going. What do you think? And I said, I think we're going to make it, you know, and he was utterly shocked that we were in a position to, to close out his challenge. And um, at the time we were about $70,000, $80,000 away. And I said to him, I said, look, I think we can get this done in the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to be contacting you again very shortly to let you know. That's awesome. We met it. And sure enough. You know, a couple phone calls later, we got the commitments and I called him back and he was floored because he even said to me, he said, look, when I when I when I put the challenge out, I wasn't sure. And he's like, I just I've heard all the things that are going on. I've met with you a bunch of times. I met with Mike Collins. Yep. And um, I wasn't sure. And he goes, I can't tell you how happy I am. And I just said to him, like, what do you want? Where do you want the money to go? What do you want to do with the money? He's like, it's for them. It's you guys proved it. You're moving in the right direction. I'm glad to be a part of it. You well, know. and, and to, to be able to get alumni to come back like that and do that sort of yeah. thing, you got to be doing something right here first, because a lot of times, you know, when, when it comes and I've seen these things with all kinds of organizations with schools, whether it's like a fraternity trying to raise money or like colleges or in your case, a high school yep. or even sometimes some elementary schools. I mean, sure. you know, when they're, it's always 
We need to get the alumni back. But in order to really do that, you've got to do something that's going to make them want to come back. And that's right. a testament to all the people you got working here because I know they're not working here for the pay. I know they're not working. And right. I say that with, with a lot, no, a lot of love. I mean, yep. it's, you know, they're, they're here for the right reasons. Yeah. And when you've got a group of people committed to that, that's where growth happens. And that's where you can really be like an unstoppable force on, on, in whatever arena you're trying to compete it's in. It's the truth. It's the truth. The, peop the people here are what make it happen. I mean, I ran into two fantastic. people I've, I, I know all the time here. I mean, yeah. you know, like uh, Kevin, who I've I known for a long time, Gabriella, who I'm friends with her husband. So, I mean, yep. all sorts of great people here. So, Pat's information's right here. Thanks for coming on the, uh, the podcast. Really Thanks, appreciate man. it. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Take care, everybody. Thanks. Thanks.